0: The PSC podcast. Hello, I'm Mike King from PSC, and with a lot of change in community pharmacy, today we're talking change management with one of C's LPC training consultants, Rachel Harrison. Welcome, Rachel. Hello. Change affects us all, isn't it, Rachel, and we, we just have to deal with it. So, why do we need to have change management?
1: I've worked over many years in various capacities of consultancy capacities as a management consultant, often being called in to situations where organisations have changed, there's been a merger, there's been an expansion, there's been a contraction, and there has been a huge unfortunate fallout as a result because the change process was not properly planned and thought Mm, through. mm. Now, the central reason for that is that When we change anything, it necessarily always involves some kind of loss. So if you think about it, even change for the obvious better. Mm. I move from my tiny flat to my nice new house. On the day I move, I'm sitting there crying on my stoop. Um, How sad I am to leave my tiny flat because Mm. there's so many memories there. Mm. Even when change is for the better, it will still necessitate loss and that's painful Mm. now if the change process isn't managed effectively what you'll find is that people will resist it they will be very fearful and all sorts of things will start playing out it's vital that people are involved in any kind of change process as far as they can as early as possible Mm. because again think about for yourself when do we embrace or more likely to embrace change when we feel we've had a say in how the change is managed and what the point and purpose of the change is?
0: Mm, mm, mm. I mean, you've you touched on there as to, to why people don't like change. Perhaps you could elaborate on that. But also, I would imagine people put up various resistance techniques to fight against change. Have you come across that sort of behaviour? I've come across all sorts of behaviour when it comes to resisting change. And I've thought of
1: five people to talk about to you. But we've got the abominable no people, as I call them. those are people who actually, you know, will resist change whatever it is.
0: Mm. It doesn't
1: matter what it is. Mm. They just will resist Mm. it. Mm. Now, I I actually think that quite a few people are unfairly labelled as complete change resistors when, in fact, they're... The second kind of person, which is the challenger. Now, people who challenge are people who have very considered and actually worthwhile challenges to any kind of change process. And it's those people that actually need to be heard. I think, in fact, we clamp down those challenges, an organization clamps down on those challenges to their detriment Mm. I don't mean for the challenges I mean for the Mm. organisation so we've got people who will resist no matter what I actually don't think they're so threatening to Mm. any kind of change process why because everybody knows Mm. that those people resist no matter what I think we have people who unconsciously resist I would call them zombies and now they're people who you know aren't even aware they're resisting they just simply carry on doing the same thing Mm. and do not change and they don't even know as if nothing's happened yeah (laughs) yeah I think then you've got your very overt um, resistors and they're your saboteurs. Mm. And Mm. I think there are people who will try and bring any change process down Mm. sometimes. Mm. And again... Those kinds of people will be a lot fewer if the change process has been managed effectively. Mm. And then you have, and I think it's inevitable in this world, change cynics. Mm. (laughs) And those Mm. are people who, frankly, have seen it all Mm. before. Mm. Mm. They've been there. They've got the T-shirt. And really, they're quite cynical when it comes to any kind of change process who can blame them and mm. I think there's quite a lot of work that needs to be done with people in a change process to manage some of that cynicism mm. and to invite people to be open-minded
0: mm. yeah I mean I guess from the sort of different angles that you took there I guess the most difficult one is the sort of covert person who is putting barriers in the way and and causing problems when you, they're not above the surface in the way the that same that others are
1: well i think that they are very it's very challenging because mm. if that's if they're covert then you don't necessarily yeah. know that that's happening yeah. i sometimes think that overt challenges present as many problems for an organization suffering from what I would call management myopia, by mm. which I mean they don't want to see what they don't want to see. So mm. they don't hear and do not welcome challenges. Yeah. I think that is really problematic. I think it's vital in a change process that an organisation, a team, it can be anything, remains as transparent and as open as possible to how people are thinking and feeling within that mm. There will be conflicting, there will be difficult feelings because human beings go to work. Mm. And when we are subject to change, it can threaten us at our most basic Mm. level, in Mm. fact. And I do think that we sometimes overdo this belief that everybody should be championing change all the time it's simply part of human nature to be wary about change yeah yeah we have fears we fear failure it's a risk it might not work there's all sorts of things there Yeah.
0: yeah i mean i guess in in lpc environments There could be internal changes within the committee, restructures, mergers, different ways of working, which can be a big challenge in change. Going outside of the LPC, there could be changes in the contractual framework for community pharmacists, which LPCs will need to help them through that change. So there's lots of of areas that LPCs will need to help with change management. So could you give us some, some idea of the sort of basic principles of change management and Once you've applied those principles, how do you know if it's been a success or not?
1: Okay, I think there's some key principles to think of in the first place. In the first instance, I think, why do change initiatives fail Mm. and first of all it's simply about not creating a great enough sense of urgency and by that I don't mean running around like a headless chicken Mm. but if you can't sell the need for change then why is anybody going to change Mm. Mm. you'll be dragging them kicking and screaming you really do have to create a sense that actually we need to do this and this is why Mm. and so that you're creating an urgency for action Secondly, you do have to find your allies. Take the time to build on people who are going to support and work with you Mm. in any kind of change process. Mm. It it doesn't Mm. work. The lone warrior doesn't work effectively. It's so important that they make friends and influence people. So it's about establishing a powerful coalition. You've got to be able to name and sell your vision for change, and it's got to make sense to people. Mm. If it's too airy-fairy and people can't have a grasp of what this means in practice, then you're in problems. Mm. You have to be able to translate a vision you have into concrete action. I think the biggest area for failure, if you like, in change initiatives is under communication. Mm. If I could give one golden guideline, it would be keep on communicating even when there is nothing new to say. Mm. Because if you don't, people will fill a vacuum. That's when rumours abound. Mm. And so sometimes it's simply a question of saying there isn't any more news because Mm. it's so important that people feel that you are being as transparent as possible within that change process. It's really helpful in any long-term change process, and I'm absolutely sure I'm speaking to people out there in the field who are in the midst of change, to find ways of creating short-term kind of wins, if you like, because there has to be a chance to celebrate milestones. Again, incremental change is what will Be lasting in the long term. So it's step by step. You need a lot of patience and you're in it in the long game. Yeah. And so, you know, the chance to step back, consolidate and celebrate any kind of milestone within that journey. Is really important.
0: Mm. Okay, that's that's great, Rachel. So, I mean, I think in terms of top tips, you've you've identified probably the the main one there, which is communication, keeping people informed what's going on. Is there any other tips that you could offer to to LPCs who are either involved in internal change or, or external change?
1: The other biggest tip is I think we as human beings tend to think transformationally. We must go from naught to sixty mm. immediately, and. You know, again, we must somehow effect this by magic. I think we have to recognize that lasting, sustainable change takes time. We have to establish change incrementally, and we have to be prepared to recognize which parts of our change initiatives we feel very keenly about and never give up when it comes to. Effect affecting the behaviours that we want because the reality is it takes so long to make change stick. Mm -hmm. You only have to think about changes you make in your own lives. Even when we know those changes are absolutely beneficial to us, healthy eating, exercise, boy, it can take a long time for those changes to become habits. And I think we have to be patient with, with ourselves, with our committees with our organizations when it comes to effecting those changes and also have to recognize that sustainable change happens slowly and yeah. it happens with a lot of energy and initiative from people who believe that this change process is worth doing
0: thanks Rachel. sure that's excellent as uh, so you've taken us through a lot of the areas of change management so thanks uh, thanks for that Anyone who's interested in the training courses that we run for LPCs or need any further information about what's happening in community pharmacy, NHS community pharmacy, then check out the PSNC's website, www.psnc.org.uk. You've been listening to the PSNC
1: Podcast.